0: Hey, Pawn family, welcome back to another episode of the Pawn Leaders Podcast. This is Egal. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And for those of you I want to thank who have given me a five-star review, it helps the show, it helps more pawnbrokers find the show. And this five-star review is from Evan0387, who says, Great resource. If you haven't listened to every episode, make it a priority. Thanks, Egal. Evan, thank you so much for listening. And really, there's about 80-plus episodes of here that you take All of the episodes, if you listen to them and just take one small thing from every episode, you can increase your business, you will increase your palm balance, and you'll have more fun doing it. Uh, Talking about reviews, of course, big shout out to the sponsors Podium, who have an incredible software to help you get better reviews and more reviews on Google. Also, connect with your clients. See, there's a lot of companies that do review software, but Podium is one of the best because it not only helps you get more reviews... But they also help you connect with communicating to your clients on your website, on different social channels. And it's the best way to go if you have a pawn shop who wants to get more people through the store. Go to Podium.com slash Pawn to get your special discount. Once again, it's Podium.com slash Pawn to get a discount on your monthly membership to Podium's software. Now to this episode with my friend Matt Ward. Matt Ward, I've known for some years now, he wrote a book called More, Word of Mouth Referrals, Lifelong Customers, and Raving Fans. He also started a digital marketing agency, which he sold back in uh, 2018. And he's on the show to talk about how to get more customers to to refer their friends to you and just get more word of mouth referrals, which you and I both know is a great way to increase your business. So here's my episode with Matt Ward on the podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Igal Dotto and this is the Pawn Leaders Podcast. A podcast to help you make more money, stress less, and live an epic life. All while working at the pawn shop. Matt, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Thank you for having me, Igalo. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Now, my pleasure. Just so that everybody knows listening, we come from the same speaker training. We're both speakers Mm -hmm. of the stage and obviously been following you for many, many years. And I know your expertise is with referrals. So I thought what better person to bring on the podcast for the pawnbrokers, for the pawn family, to learn how to get more referrals from their customers. And as we spoke about before, from people who are not even your customers as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest challenges, you got is that people always are focused on the customer base. And I've firmly believed over my lifetime that customers refer on average one to three people, right? Because it's always the friends and family approach. It's the Amway approach to referrals, right? We hit up our friends and family, and that's pretty much it. And now with Facebook and social media, um, sometimes people will say, hey, you know, what's the best pawn? shop or pawn store i should go to and people will tag where they've been right and so their referrals can come that way but i actually qualify that as kind of more like a lead right because a referral is somebody ready willing and able to buy meaning they really need to come in and it's it's often referred and it's seated it's like hey go see your gall down at that store on the corner so you know, if you focus efforts when you're doing your marketing and your relationship building with people that have an ability to refer you a consistent number of referrals over time, then you're going to be more successful with a referral program. So I talk a lot of times about putting a referral program in place and it can be formal. I recommend it be formal. I actually recommend that you have a little document that you write up that just has somebody sign it, it really isn't like any kind of quote unquote partnership agreement in the company, but when somebody signs something, they almost feel obligated, right? And so if you were to go to companies that would have an opportunity to refer, so tow truck companies, bail bondsmen, things like that, that are dealing with the same clientele that your pawn store is dealing with, then you can start to say, hey, um, we have a referral program. And our referral program is pretty simple. We help you guys out. You help us out. And, uh, and we'll make sure that they know about you if you make sure that they know about us. And, and then when they agree to work with you, then you put the wheels in motion to actually stay in touch. Because what most people do, you go, is they say, hey, can you refer me somebody? Can you, can you be in my partner program? And then they don't talk to them ever again. They wait for the referral to come in. What I want people to do is once they get that agreement in place, start finding referrals for that person, for that tow truck company, or for that bail bondsman. Start having conversations with your customers to funnel referrals out there because that's what's going to get you referrals back.
0: I I think that you brought up something that a lot of pawnbrokers who are listening to this never even thought about, which is networking with different businesses in order to bring in leads, right? A pawnbroker is usually in a store. He's writing up loans. He's selling jewelry, and that's that's it. Like you know, nine to six, nine to seven, and that's it. But what you're saying is, go talk to the bail bondsman. And my brother and I did this. Go talk to the bail bondsman and say, listen, every client that you send me, I'll send you twenty bucks or twenty five bucks because my customer acquisition cost. And if you're a pawnbroker listening, you don't know your customer acquisition cost. You've got to know it. Um, is $27 so I don't mind handing you 20 bucks every time you That's customer.
1: right because you're going to inquire for less than what it cost you and that's exactly what I did when I owned my digital marketing agency before I sold it um, the last 4 years I owned my agency all my new clients came from referral only and 99% of those came from my partner network which were IT people who would fix in ITs at companies and their customers would say hey do you do websites and they would say no call this guy we would pay 10%. That was standard in the industry. So you pay whatever you're comfortable with. Just make it known up front what you're willing to pay. Then they have incentive to refer. This is where I get around the idea of a sort of formal partner program. Because... When you go to business networking events, which you should be going to, just because you're a pump broker, doesn't mean you should not go to the chamber, you should not go to BNI, you should not go to Am Spirit Business Solutions, whatever networking events exist, you should be there because that's how you tell people about your business. And that's where you look for these people. So I used to always walk in to a networking event, and if I met like the massage person, I'd be polite, I'd shake their hand, they'd want to talk the chiropractor too and then I would say hey do you know an IT guy that was my line and they all knew an IT guy think about this hey um who do you use for your towing service or if they own a building hey do you have um a towing company monitor your lot or hey who who, who do you use for your bail- do you know a Bail bondsman yeah. Because it's different to call them out of the phone book, you go, than get that referral into or at least the introduction into that relationship. And then once that happens, now you start collecting data on this person in your brain. What's their name? How old are they? When's their birthday? Are they married? Do they have kids? All that stuff matters. And then you build the relationship from there. Yeah. These are people that you would invite to a cookout at your house. And I refer to it as the high-five effect. The type of people that you can just smile and high-five when you're doing business. Like they send you a referral and you go give them 20 bucks and they're high-fiving you all day long. They're like driving fast down to your place to get that 20 bucks.
0: And I think it's really important. Like um, when you first started talking, you talked about like the person who goes to the businesses that you have and the other person has, right? So we're talking about avatar, right? You were in social media marketing, you were in the marketing business. If you don't know who your avatar is, if you don't know where the avatar shops, then you have an issue. When we had Cashco, we knew that the avatar um, got insurance for the guy across the street, got tacos from the guy down the street, you know, and got her nails done by the lady at the salon. So that was kind of our network that we spoke to. And so one thing that we did do was went to a taco shop guy and said, Listen, man, give us three rolled tacos for free. Give us a card or give it to us at cost. You know, what's it? What does a rolled taco cost you? 15 cents? Four, you know, 45 cents. Let's go. We'll pay for it. We'll refer you customers. And then you refer, us customers. And then we just started getting people saying, yeah, I heard about you at the taco shop. I heard about you at the taco shop. And that's how we really beat the competition. And then you
1: buy more at cost tacos because they're sending you stuff, right? So you were, so in marketing, it's about test, 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 and then repeat what works. Right. And so when you talk about avatar, you need to understand your customer avatar, but you also need to understand your partner avatar, your referral source avatar. So what you need to do is as, you're, as customers are coming to the counter and just try this one day, like seriously, it's the simplest thing ever. Somebody goes to cash out and you simply say, oh, by the way, what's your favorite restaurant? And you just write it down on a sheet and just do that all day. Guarantee you there's a theme that shows up. Now that theme is up to you to determine either it's going to be a specific restaurant or it's going to be a style of restaurant. Maybe it's barbecue or southern uh, fried chicken or, or maybe it's KFC or maybe it's Mexican. It doesn't matter what it is, but ultimately a theme will show up. Now you know where your customers are going. And now you can start to understand what that avatar looks like. And that's how you will start asking. I call them all-stars. One of the best ways you can determine how to build out a partner network is to literally write down everyone that's referred you a new customer in the past 90 days and stare at that sheet until you figure out why they did it and what they have in common. That's what the, the game changer was for me is I realized they were all IT people. They were break-fix, they were big companies, they were small companies, one-person shop, 10-person companies, but at the end of the day, they all – Did IT computer repair services. So, what is it? Is it auto mechanics and tow trucks and something else? I don't know. Maybe it's radio people that install radios. Right.
0: Is it the same avatars, the same people?
1: It's about understanding who your all stars are and going after more and more and more of them. Look, if you owned a football team and you had Tom Brady, you'd want to have a Tom Brady at every position. That's right. Right. (laughs) For sure. So, so, at the end of the day, how do you get those all-stars? Because if, if your 11 football teammates can show up in the Super Bowl and they're all all-stars, you're most likely going to win. Yeah. I, so, I see this.
0: Sorry, I see this with, like, the current customers as well, not just, like, the outside businesses. We put into place something where we gave, you know, we knew our customer acquisition cost was $27. So, we told our all-star clients, the ones who, you know, pawned the most, bought the most, we said, listen, here's your card with your customer number on it. If you give this card to somebody and they come back with it, we'll file it, come back every Friday, and I'll give you $10 cash for every single person.
1: <laughs> That's we genius. People, we had
0: people cashing out
1: $500. Right? And In, in Five, the meantime, you were making far more money. Than yeah, you. we were
0: making, you know, $5,000 on top. I mean, that, that right. was no issue to us. But we understood that A, our avatar, which is our customer, comes in needing money. So they want money. And we knew that if we can pay them instead of paying the television, the radio, the social media network, that we get even even better referrals. Think
1: about that. I mean, the the funny thing is, is is oftentimes in, in small businesses, we chase the new sale and we forget about the current customer who is way cheaper to sell to because we don't have an acquisition cost. Right, We've got emails, we've got systems in place, and we've paid the $27 to get them in the door. Now, we forget about them and we go chasing the other new ones because we're white, shiny object people. Yeah, Why don't we just focus on what we know can work best, keep that going, run a partner program, do more tacos? (laughs) Like, it just makes way more sense that way, you know? I mean, these... I, I can only imagine what it would be like if people actually approached me and said, hey, um, would you consider possibly referring some of your clients to, to my business? But no one ever approaches me that way, yeah. Yeah. you know, because I don't think they think that I have access to their customer base. And maybe, frankly, all, it's because they don't know their avatar.
0: Yeah. And and for those of you who don't know what an avatar is, an avatar is, your, it's like an image of your customer, right? You kind of write down your customer, what they look like, the age range, um, where they shop, what they like, what they watch. And you actually know as much as you can about them so that you can speak their language and get them through the door. Yeah. And to- a
1: real simple example is that is you mentioned what they watch, right? If you're going to run TV ads, you would never run them on a channel that your ideal buyer is not watching. Yeah don't run them on a channel that you like you run them on a channel that your ideal buyer is watching and so you have to think about how that works and that works by the way the same way with a little index card on the checkout counter when you say by the way what's your favorite tv station like and if you have a if you have a customer database which every business should have referred to as a crm you can create custom fields and put this data in for every single customer.
0: Yeah.
1: Now we've but got no th- one does that.
0: We've got the Pawn softwares. And for those of, for those of the listeners who's taken, who've taken the master class, we've actually had these software developers develop the avatar so they could see it, which was incredible. I, I want to talk to you uh, about something, Matt, that I had somebody do to me, which was Epic. And I didn't understand it until afterward. I didn't, like, I didn't get it. He was selling me like life insurance, right? He was my life insurance salesman. And every time we would meet, He'd get a list of my LinkedIn connections. And he'd say, hey, God, just do me a favor. Who do you know from these LinkedIn connections? Like, who do you know really, really well that would be interested? So I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's a putz. Uh, This guy's, you know, an a-hole. I don't know this guy. Oh, this guy's great. This guy's great. This is great. Then what he would do is he would take that list and say, hey, I've been having meetings with Igala Dotto. He mentioned that you guys are friends and I would love to set up a meeting with you. The guy closed so much business this way, and it wasn't until like two years afterward when people are like, "Yeah, I, I bought insurance from this guy. I bought insurance from that." Like, I was like, "Wow, incredible!" So obviously, the pawn shop is different, right? We've got retail as opposed to um, that type of a business. But I know that there's ways, you know, the referral cards that we talked about, referral outside referral business. What other kind of like out of the box ideas have you seen? that have really generated business for, for your customers?
1: Yeah, so let me first address this one thing that your friend did there. Um, so I'm a big believer in never asking for a referral. And I actually don't believe that he did that. I'm a big believer in asking for introductions, which is completely different. And I believe that he did that. And actually, he didn't even ask for the introduction. He just had you circle who were cool people. And he then mentioned you when he went through LinkedIn. Now, I would much have preferred, would you mind making an introduction? Um, You know, we don't know where it's going to go or whatever, but, you know, it's not. Because, again, they're not a referral because they're not ready, willing, and able to buy. And the referral comes from the customer, right, through, back. So, a unique thing. So, one thing that is very effective that I do a lot, um, and I just did a talk on this in New York City, is one-to-one video marketing so when you build a relationship with an individual versus people they know the difference you're no longer marketing to them you're caring about them and if you care about people they will care about you, and they'll show up when you least expect it, which is why the law of reciprocity exists. If you give, people often give back. If you give a LinkedIn recommendation, they often uh, will provide one back. And what I do is I do this thing called my, it's my powerhouse LinkedIn strategy. So I wait for people to connect to me on LinkedIn. I actually don't send LinkedIn connections. I don't need to because people, I get two or three connection requests a day. And then I record a one-to-one personal video, and I just say, thanks for connecting. I'm all about building deeper relationships. Um, Tell me what about my profile inspired you to reach out. And until next time, don't forget, live happy, smile a lot, and high-five everyone around you. That's what I say, that's how I end every video. And then I send it. And the number one response back is, wow. Because it cuts through the noise. You know They're used to all this other marketing spam that comes And in some cases, they're getting ready to spam you their pitch, right? This pushes that off completely. What it does is it slowly builds a relationship because now you can start to have a real conversation. And that can then turn into referrals. The thing about the referral game is that it's long-term. So a lot of times you have to run this in parallel with your marketing efforts. But it's imperative that you're doing something around referrals on a regular basis and while you're doing your marketing, so I owned my digital marketing agency for 16 years and only the last four years did they all come from referral. It was the first 12 they were we were doing marketing, we were running ads, we were out doing stuff. And I never stopped networking because that's how you get referrals as well.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. So uh, episode 49 with Steve Krupnick, um, he talks about, he's an incredible pawnbroker broker who retired and has this outstanding voice. So just makes ton of, tons of money in voiceovers. Um, he, he, the episode was called Extreme Income Takes Extreme Behavior. And he talked about like, he would send cards to people on their half birthday, right? So yeah. what I thought is like, as we're having this conversation, why not, you know, send a, a half birthday card and in it, Have referral cards. Be like, hey, man, we miss you. We love you. We have to have you back. If you've got a friend, um, you know. Yeah.
1: So what you're doing there is you're mixing two angles, right? You're mixing marketing with caring. Okay. So when you talk about others, you're caring. When you talk about yourself, you're marketing. So the taco program, the referral program, that's all marketing. When you send a card, you should never put your business card in it because the minute you do and they open it up, it immediately becomes about you. Got it. Just send the card. Yeah. That's why it worked for Steve. Send the card, show up when no one else is doing it. I talk about in my keynote, I talk about going from the inbox to the mailbox because now no one's there. I mean, when you pick up your mail, you know what's junk mail and you know what's not. You know when you get a letter or a card from someone. And the thing is, if, 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 uh, let me pull this out real quick. If people are watching on the video,
0: yeah, for those of you listening, Matt's going to get something at the moment. He's Now he's back.
1: Wow. This is a box of cards. Yeah. People mailed me. all. These are all custom cards that people have mailed me, right? I mean, they're handwritten cards. This one's from a Hall of Fame speaker. Wow. Right? I mean, so like, like there's all types of cards in here. People save these things for years. So if you keep it about them and not about you that's where the relationship really starts to skyrocket. And the half birthday is a great idea. I always talk about sending the birthday card. You know, the one thing that everybody does on a birthday is they post on somebody else's wall yeah. on Facebook. 250, right? Even if you don't send a birthday card, just go into the messages, press and hold the picture button. It'll turn into a video. It'll give you 30 seconds to sing happy birthday and let it go. Yeah. No one else is doing that to them.
0: What, what I hear you saying is, in order to get more referrals, you've got to build the relationship.
1: Like, hundred percent.
0: Hey, like you can't make a sale and say, "Hey, if you know of somebody you know who'd like our service or wants more pawns or wants some jewelry, have them come in." You've got to like really build the relationship so that the client or the customer can say, "You know what? I really like Egal at Cashco. You really need to go see him." Like, don't worry about like if the other but guys cheaper. You have
1: to understand that people don't do business with businesses; they do business with people. Yeah. Right. And so, if you want more business, you need more people who are going to send you more business. And you can only reach more people by either spending a lot of money or building deeper, more meaningful, more mutually beneficial relationships. And that's the power of caring. I talk about this word caring, and it means a lot to a lot of people. It's not like caring for your family members, but ultimately, if you're showing up on a consistent basis, monthly or quarterly, with your specific set of contacts, six or 12 of them is all you need to work, they will remember you more than anybody else. They're not going to remember me. They're not mm-hmm. going to talk or or even mention Yagal or, or they're not. You know, the reason people um, know the mayors of their town is because the person's always in the newspaper. They're always showing up. They're always on the press conference. They're always... Doing stuff that they show up at every event. That it's a joke because we talk about politicians, about glad-handing people, but they are doing that right. The difference is we're not as business owners, and we need to, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just think that if you show up in the world and you show up for other people, they will show up for you.
0: Oh, I love that. Say that again, man.
1: If you show up in the world and you show up for other people, they will show up for you. Yeah,
0: that's so amazing because. I think that a lot of times as palm brokers, we've we've gotten so used to sitting there and the doors open and waiting for people to come in. It's time that we show up for them so that they can show up for us. And what I mean by that is in a world where a lot of business has gone online and is not retail oriented and people aren't coming in as much, we have to go the extra mile for the people who walk in so that they run Remember Us in their mind and in their heart. So they can say, you need to stop what you're doing and go check out Eagle at Cashco. Like just, there, there's no, I don't care if the other guy pays more. Like just go go see Cashco because they care.
1: I mean, your top 10% of your actual customers should be getting birthday cards in the mail from you. 100%. Handwritten birthday cards, not, you know, machine yeah. generated ones. Handwritten yeah. from the staff, signed by all the staff members. Yeah. and I guarantee you people show up within seven days of receiving that card.
0: Yeah. And there's so many other things, I mean, there's, you can use like Bonjoro and Bonbon bon and send them like a video to their email saying, hey, what's up? Yep. It's the Cashco team. And you put like the little hats on and say, wish you happy birthday. And uh, there's so many things that you can do that I think that we, as a business owner, you get bogged down in doing like the day-to-day micro stuff that you forget about caring about the people who are walking through the door. Um, Matt, I do want to mention to the people listening that you do have a book.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Right. It's called more word of mouth referrals, lifelong customers and raving fans. If you're listening to this, go pick this up on Amazon. Matt is a wealth of information when it comes to word of mouth referrals. Matt, this has been awesome, man. Kind of give us um, one last tip uh, for the people listening that can really help them in changing the mindset when it comes to referrals.
1: I mean, I, th- I, I think that most small business owners are worried about giving away the farm, giving away the information. And the reality is the more you give away, the more they'll come back for more, because ultimately they can't do it, and they need you to do it. You know, you mentioned the tool bomb bomb, right? So my um so I work with them, right? Mm-hmm. and and um and so people, you know if they if they're using this tool to really connect, like and to just care, not to sell, That has been a game changer for me. I've literally won speaking contracts. I I won a speaking contract in Cleveland, Ohio, um, because when I was on a a sort of like an interview call, uh, the folks said that their conference title was um, work like a captain, party like a pirate or something. Okay. So I went out to the Dollar Tree and I bought the eye patch and the the hook and I did it on video and I sent it to and I, I got the contract, right? I got I got the speaking opportunity. These are things I show people by the way how to use with BombBomb. They can check that out at getvideoemailnow.com. That's my link for it. But um the thing is like it's a powerful powerful tool and even even if you didn't want to send handwritten card cuz you feel like it takes too long or whatever, you, you know, bomb i was like 49 bucks 39 bucks a month it's like nothing and it's unlimited videos too yeah. that you send so like i send like when i get in a groove i'll send 10 or 20 videos in an hour yeah it takes no time yeah. and think about this by the way think about the right customer who you know what they love they love that antique thing or they love that 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 uniform thing or they love that stereo thing or whatever it is in your store that they love and you know they love it and then you get one in and you pull up a bomb bomb video and you record and you show it in the video and you're like hey I'm gonna keep this behind the counter for you for 24 hours. Yeah if you're interested come down and see me or give me a call. Love and you that. send them the video and they will just love you. And yeah. that's marketing but it's really caring right yeah. yeah you're gonna make a sale from that but You're focused on them, not you. And that's the tip I want you to leave with today after this podcast is focus on them, not you.
0: Matt, you are the man. I love you, brother. Thank you for you too,
1: man. Thanks for having me on. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Thank you for being on the podcast for giving so much value to the the Pawn family. Um, For those of you, again, who want to check out his book, check out his book. Um, It's on Amazon. and uh, I'm just honored that you were here sharing this with us. And for those of you uh, who want to uh, talk more about like bomb bomb and video, jump in the Palm Leaders podcast community. We'll talk about that some more. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Palm Leaders podcast. Thanks for listening.